we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig. Hey man, so you'll know what to do if you test positive. Quit taking tests all the time. Hey man, can I say that? Just stop getting tested because eventually if enough people don't get the vaccine, they're going to put what's in the vaccine on that Q-tip. Amen. They want to get that operating system in you. Amen. So just quit testing. If you got it, you've been sick before. Do what you're supposed to do and get better. Amen. It's not the end of the world. I don't need nobody to tell me that I got the flu. I know what that feels like. Oh, but this is different. I know what a different one feels like. <laughs> Get somewhere and sit down. Amen. And eat right. See, that's what they don't want to hear. Some folks, some folks, if I take the vaccine, can I eat all the pizza I want? Okay, then I'm going to take it. Nah, you got to eat better. Amen pizza once a month if you have to have it if you have to have it just once a month it'll run its course through you take it about 21 days it'll be it, it, you'll be good but you can't eat it every other day I know I'm preaching and don't be trying to use that old I'm young excuse see I know them looks I'm young, my metabolism is high. Now, nah, but what about your brain? And you thinking crazy. You know, they did a poll, I mean, on men that were addicted to pornography, well, not addicted, but just constantly watching pornography, and their sugar intake is always really high. Yeah. yeah. It's linked to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'll drop some statistics. Amen. I'm smarter than I sound. Adamantbeliever.com forward slash final hour power seven. We up to seven. There we go. Look at somebody say deliverance. Oh, yeah, we about to serve the devil notice on this one. Ain't nobody look at somebody and say, I'm not afraid of the devil. Amen. God has not given me the spirit of fear when it pertains to the devil. But you better fear God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's a different kind of fear. That's the kind of fear that'll keep you saved. Look at that, see? You ain't practicing sin if you fear God. I say you're not practicing sin if you fear God. A person that practices sin, something has happened to their fear. They no longer fear God. And you know how you know you don't fear God? Because you don't fear the consequences. Whenever you dabble in sin and the consequences are grave and you don't fear them, you've lost the fear of God. Man, I came out the gate. Yes. You need to get scared of God again. Amen. You need to get scared of God and you need to be able to feel his anger at you. Yeah, see, he gave us the example of, of, of having fathers in the home, but because 
there are so few fathers in the home now people don't understand that masculine male authority that looming authority when he's buzzing around the house certain things you just not gonna pull up on the computer certain phone calls you just not gonna make certain places you not gonna go when that authority is looming and that's how your personal life should be with God you should feel the same thing his looming authority you should feel his anger and his disappointment in you when you feel those things you won't practice sin because you won't like the way it feels afterwards you'll get the it ain't worth it attitude it's not worth it for God to be upset with me when I need him to do things for me you want God mad at you during a pandemic so Fauci can have his way you need his protection so you have to have a healthy fear of God that's when you stop practicing sin I know somebody's like well you know I just pray for it pray for conviction pray when when you just feel like you just got the cane help it's Lord I need to be convicted in that area now be careful what you're praying for look at somebody say God don't play so when you put him on his post he gonna send an angel with a with a javelin to jab you in your neck next time you do it ask him for conviction say lord i need conviction in that area because i keep slipping into that i keep falling into that i need i just need conviction i need you to keep me out of that okay and he's gonna do it too people don't pray for conviction people just repent oh lord forgive me no pray for conviction pray for pray ahead of time before you get there before you in there juking at the juke <laughs> juking and scooting scooting and juking and popping and locking before you get in there on the dance floor <laughs> Before you get your hand stamped, you always rebuking the ink on the hand. And I, yeah, yeah, God, in the name, this won't happen again, Jesus. Pray for conviction. So when he try to do the stamp, you just slap it. Get that stamp away from me. He's going to look at you, well, then what you doing here? Go pick my stamp up. <laughs> But that's why it didn't work when they would knock the whiskey out the folks' hand. They wait till you leave and then go grab it. You know the bottle didn't break. We talked about that a few messages ago. The hard liquor bottle. That's a thick bottle. A lot of glass. It ain't breaking. That's why they made it like that. So if you try to get out of it, I ain't drinking this no more. Throw it down. It'll be still there looking at you. Like, I'll be right here. I'll be here tomorrow. Can I get into this message? Oh my goodness. Final hour. Hey <laughs> man, somebody text me. I thought you could drink in moderation. The Bible said don't drink strong drink. You know what strong drink is? Check the bottle.
No, you can't drink strong drink in moderation. Oh, and just a couple of shooters. You can't shoot shooters. You can tell I don't drink. Yeah, that's all right. I don't even know the name of that stuff. Amen. Thank God. That's one less thing I got to fight. Man, don't y'all drive me to it either. Amen. <laughs> I had a pastor shooting. Shooting shooters. <laughs> hey, shots. Amen. You can't take shots and be saved. Can I preach that? You would say folk don't drink shots. That's hard liquor. Shot, 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 shot. Come on, shot. No. Say folks don't. No, I don't care if you hear that song. That don't mean you need to make a U-turn and go. <laughs> Ain't no shots in the kingdom. The whole point of it is to get a buzz. And the buzz means you, you, you ain't in your right mind. If you got a buzz. <laughs> shots. Final hour power. Somebody going to get delivered from shots. Amen. Amen. But you, you got to delete the song out your playlist. You can't have the theme music playing and not want the shot. See, that's folks' problem. Trying to be delivered but still listening to the music that promotes it. Well, it's just love music. You ain't married. And if you're married, you ain't thinking about them when you hear it. And I know that for a fact. And don't you lie. That ain't what you're thinking about when you hear that music. Man, I busted all up. I don't need no slides. I throw. <laughs> Why do I keep trying to knock stuff down and throw stuff down? I'm happy about these seats. I'm happy the overflow is, is here with us. Amen. Adamantbeliever.com forward slash final hour power seven dot PDF. Amen. Christ's power is infinite. This means that there is nothing or no one more powerful than him. Y'all believe that? Christ is all powerful and all power is his. Matthew 28 and 18 and Jesus came and spoke unto them saying it is after he was crucified all power is given unto me. Where? And heaven represents everywhere but earth. So everywhere but earth and earth is all his. That's how much power he rose with. That's why all the earthquakes and all of that stuff was happening and the dead coming out of the graves and just all of those things because of the magnitude of power that was invested in him. And so he had to die and be, now he had power before he was crucified. But once he got the, the sacrifice, he had all power. That was the only power he didn't carry because his blood hadn't been shed. Once his blood was shed, now he has resurrecting power with the blood. Not for him. He can resurrect any time. But for, look at somebody say, but for you. 
And that was it. The Bible said, if the devil had have known the magnitude of power that was about to be bestowed on him, he would have never crucified him. When we think of the issues that we face daily and the temptations that we must overcome, we should always rely on the power that is above all things to handle it. Look at somebody and say, you can't do it. How many times you going to try to handle the temptations that happen from day to day and the issues you face daily? You try to handle it with your own strength. You can't do it. You fail, don't you? You keep failing, don't you? That's because you can't do it. That's why he died. First John 3 and 24, if our heart condemn us, God is greater than what? Our heart and knoweth all things. So even if your heart condemns you, God is greater than that. God is greater than your problem. He's greater than your issues. So why aren't you using him? Why aren't you using his power? We have, listen y'all, we have gotten into so much philosophy from watching TBN and all them old crazy channels and we just watching all this philosophy so we're just trying to figure everything out now. And so when we get faced with a problem, we don't eat, our instinct is not even to pray. When that should be the first thing we do. When we're facing, with, facing a challenge, especially temptation, we ought to be able to say, Lord, lead me not into temptation. Amen. Amen. I told y'all about that prayer. I've been telling people for years, that, that's an amazing prayer. When you pray for God to, uh, not to lead you into temptation, he will take the temptation away. Now, you got to want him to take it. You can't pray it and then change your mind. Well, wait a minute, Lord. It is Friday night. And I'm lonely. No, you pray, Lord, lead me not into temptation. Wake up every day and say that. Wake up and just say the whole Lord's prayer. He said, when you pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our and forgive us our trespasses whichever one Luke or Martin whichever one you're reading as we forgive those that what trespass against us and lead us not into but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom power and the glory forever everybody needs to know that if you struggled with that you need to learn that. And you don't need to learn it because it's a church thing. You need to learn it so you can use it. I don't think anybody can pray and intercede better than the greatest intercessor, which is Jesus Christ. That's his prayer. So sheer willpower works for a while, don't it? I ain't doing it no more, ever. In the name of ever, it's the last time in Jesus' name. <laughs> then you try willpower. How many of you know willpower only lasts a season? <laughs> yeah, it lasts while, lasts until that circumstance wears off. Amen. And then you start getting the. Mm-hmm. Amen. And 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 
But that's what I'm saying. You can't use willpower because it only works for a while, but it will always run out. What do you mean by willpower? Uh, you just going on with your regular life, watching TV, hanging out, just chilling and all that and not putting no word in you, not reading the word, not praying, not talking to the Lord, not having really any relationship with him. You just going to make it because you're strong. That's willpower. So you're trying to fight spiritual beings with a natural ability. We cannot will ourselves to freedom from habitual sins and character flaws. Some of us are just flawed. Our upbringing flawed us. Somebody failed us. So we have flaws, but we can't over overcome those flaws with willpower. I ain't cussing nobody out. And then, ooh, I, just know, I ain't cussing nobody out. Or. Somebody in the grocery store run over your toe with the basket. that. <laughs> You done thought it already. Something about that toe. <laughs> There's a certain nerve ending in that big toe. If you got a cussing problem, the toe is always a trigger. That toe is going to bring it up. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> but you willpower's not gonna do it. You can't nope, nope. You gotta get filled with the Holy Ghost to where cuss words don't even come in your mind. Amen. You gotta have the power of God. You were reading in the Bible, and the Lord was teaching you about the fruit that come. Gentleness. Gentle gentle folk don't cuss folk out. Gentle folk don't go off on folks and try to tear folks down. If you feel with the Holy Ghost. But if you feel with the latest videos and the hip hop songs. Something happened to your toe. You going to say what T-Pain said. That's the only one I can think of. I just, I don't know. I don't listen to none of them. I hope that did not get in the mic. Let me get from over here. Somebody over there being messy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of an artist that cuss like that in their music, so I don't know. But hey, man, that if you're listening to them cussing in the music, somebody go, somebody make you upset, you gonna cuss. Hey, man, if you're watching their body in the video, you're gonna be lusting, and lust is lust. Cause you know the demons don't really have genders. You know that, right? They're like genderless. They're, they're male, masculine, but they don't, they're not. So they could use a woman to entice a woman. They can use a woman to entice a woman to want a man. It's just spirits. So if that's what you're watching, if that's what you're putting in you, then that's what's going to come up. And then you wonder why you keep doing it. And can't got the can't help it and can't stop. What are you filling yourself with? Amen. If you had willpower, you turn that off. The Holy Ghost got to help you. And I'm telling you, if you have a relationship with the Lord and really pray to him and believe him, he'll help you. Your hand is weak. He'll grab your hand and give you the strength to delete that.
Look, somebody, that's okay. A little old, well, you know, we have needs. Something wrong with you. We cannot will ourselves to freedom from habitual sin. You know, if we could will ourselves to freedom, Jesus wouldn't have had to die. That's what the whole death, burial, and resurrection was about. Because we were some jive heathens. We needed someone to pay the penalty for us. Amen. Romans 7 and 15. For I do not, and this is Paul. Now, we know Paul was one of the greatest men that ever lived when it came to writing the words of God and, and um, giving us the letters to the churches that we use today as our New Testament. I mean, man, the, the, most of the Bible wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Paul. But here is Paul talking about a struggle in the flesh. Amen. See, my folk like, wait a minute. Yeah, Paul struggled just like you did. Just like you did. He didn't have MTV and Instagram. I don't know what he had. But I know this reflects all of our sentiments. Romans 7 15. This is the Amplified. For I do not understand my own actions. I'm baffled and bewildered. I do not practice or accomplish what I wish. But I do the very thing that I loathe which my moral instinct condemns. He's saying the very thing I don't want to do, I do. And I struggle with it. So his flesh will cause him to struggle. That's why he said you can't, uh, 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 he said that the flesh and the spirit are going to war with each other. Now the one that's going to win is the one that you feed. The one that you strengthen. If you got two dogs, one of them haven't eaten in a, in a couple of months, and one of them just ate, the one that just ate going to kill that raggedy one. Because he's not strong. He hadn't been strengthened. And that's your flesh and your spirit. Whichever one you're so into is going to overcome the other. Can I keep preaching in here? Hey Amen. This is good to me. The work on the cross provides us a way to be free from whatever has us bound. This is the greatest benefit of God's deliverance power. This is why I serve him. I'm not worshiping Buddha. Buddha can't deliver me from sin. Amen. I can, you can chant, om, shalagulum, lulum, all that, hit the gong and light the little candle and all of that. And as soon as that smoke clear. Nothing has changed. You can deep breathe in the lotus position and do all kind of yoga. Just turn yourself into a pretzel. Fold yourself up like a lawn chair. And as soon as you unfold, nothing has changed. It just don't make no sense. Everyone I've ever counseled that's coming out of yoga, their lives are trash. I'm like, so this was helping you. Well, it clears my head. Okay, what happens when your head gets full again? Well, it's just a bunch of terrible stuff. So I just clear my head. How are you going to just keep clearing your head and you're not solving any of your problems? I need somebody to help me solve the problem. Amen. Amen. 
and I can't bend like that. So that's not going to work for me anyway. I can't do the crouching tiger and the hidden dragon. I, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> that hurts. That's not going to clear my head. That's going to take one pain away and make me think about another pain. Some foolishness. So I'm not doing that. I need the power of God because that's the greatest benefit of God's deliverance power. The power to make us new creations. That's the greatest benefit. Jude 24. Now unto him that is able to what? Able to what? Keep you from falling. Old folks used to say he's a keeper. He will keep you from falling. But he has to be in front of you to keep you from falling. If you're walking and he's not in front of you, you're going to trip over something and fall. But if he's in front of you, he can move it out the way. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. And present you what? Okay, now this is deep. Present you what? Now you've done stuff that made you be at fault. You're guilty of some things. But the word says that his power can keep you from falling and then present you faultless before the presence of his glory like you have never fallen. Present you fault. Look at somebody say, I'm faultless in God's eyes. Man, why would you be serving anything else? I'm not worshiping no idols and cows and elephants. No, no, I need the power. Deliverance power. Being a new creation means that our minds are changed and Christ now lives in our hearts. We may see the old person physically. So when you look in the mirror, you're going to see the old person. And he or she might remind you of some stuff every now and then. Well, the devil will. You're going to see the old person physically and even have some of the same feelings you had before. So when you... Gave your life to the Lord and he regenerated you and made you brand new. You know, a few days later, you may feel something that you felt before. Because you're still in that body. And it's a constant struggle. But because we have power over the old man, we can be free from who we used to be. That means you can speak to the old man. So when the old man whisper in your ear with that old stank, whiskey breath, <sighs> remember me? <laughs> old smoked out voice, uh, remember me? You remember? Remember me? My name is Blunt. You have power over him. You can say, stanky breath. Stop talking to me. That's the old me. I'm a new creation. Amen. After you've read the word, after you've talked to the Lord, after you spent time with him, boy, you ready to fight the blood, dude. Weed man texts you, you text him right back. Oh, no, not here, bro. Don't need no weed no more. Matter of fact, take this scripture. You're like, what? That's all right. I wait a couple of months. You know, the weed man, he in business. 
I wait. <laughs> Payday. I wait. Wait on the stimulus. <laughs> see, see if you text me a scripture there. But you may see the old man. But because we have power over the old man, we can be free from who we used to be. That's true freedom when you spend time with the Lord. Now, if you haven't spent time with the Lord, and all you've watched is BET, then when the, the, the blunt dude whisper, hey, who that? Who, who, what? Oh, you about to get got. Didn't build up a defense. That's anybody. You know, that's why we can't take a position like we're something. The Bible said when a man thinketh himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. The when he is nothing means that we all nothing. You didn't know you were nothing? If you don't feel like nothing in the presence of the Lord, if the presence of the Lord don't feel like, don't make you feel like you're nothing, then I don't know whose presence that is you, you're before. Because the Bible tells me whenever God got in front of any of those dudes and manifested himself to them in the Bible, they were on their faces. They were just feeling lousy. All of the sin showed up when the light of God shined on them. I hate that about Christian television. Now, they just made everybody so bold. Now, you can come before the Lord boldly, meaning that you can come before him knowing that he'll hear you and you are his child. But you can't come before him arrogantly, thinking that you're special, that you're above other people. had someone tell me you know they told me it's just I, how do I get a gentle spirit you know because I just always people ask me stuff and I'm just so blunt and I just hurt people's feelings I don't want to be like that I said you know why you do that because you hate yourself something's always wrong with somebody who's that judgmental whenever you always trying to hurt other folks feelings that means that you're hurt fix yourself and you won't be that blunt blurting out stuff and regretting it later you have a problem with yourself Ephesians 3 and 20 now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above how much all that we ask or think according to what this power of God that worketh in us deliverance can be instant but must be what maintained I wish they had taught me this you know, a lot of times they taught, you know, if you come up to the altar, they're they going to pull the oil on you, knock you out. You're going to be down on the ground and you're going to get back up and all's going to be well. Yeah, all's going to be well till you leave the church. As soon as you get in the car, the devil's in there. What happened? Ain't ready for you. You got to confess it. I got saved. I got delivered and I'm walking in my deliverance. Amen. Time passes, time progresses. You still have to claim your deliverance. Even if you fail, you got to claim your deliverance. You have to maintain that thing. If you don't think you have to maintain deliverance, then I don't know what you got hit by. But as human beings, we have to manage ourselves that way. We got to make sure we're putting the right thing in so we can get the right thing. The right result. 
We must walk in faith, believing and what? So it's not just enough to believe it. You have to act it out. And here's what you do. This is, this is what you do. Start doing stuff you, you, you didn't do before. That's what you do. That's change it up. Change it up. Change it up on the devil. Do something you didn't do before. Get around some people. You used to be in your head by yourself all the time. Get around some people. Get some strength from people. Now, change it up. I mean, but you know my personality. You better change. In secret, you the life of the party. And something is really wrong with that if it's in secret. <laughs> I'll let y'all chew on that for a little while. That was, <laughs> that's a hard saying. <laughs> but we must walk in faith, believing and acting it out. Isaiah 40 and 29. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he does what? So there you go. He gives power to the faint. So when you're weak, he gives you power. And to them that have no might, he does what? He makes you stronger when you're weak. So God is looking out for us. He, look at somebody and say, he knows you. He knows you. He knows you. He knew how you grew up. He knew what you went through. He knew how you were abandoned, neglected, abused. He knows you. He knows you. But he loves you. And because he loves you, he created a way so you will be okay. Is that why we in here? Aren't you in here to be okay? Demons come to oppress us, oppress us with sin. They attempt to empower the sin so that we feel we cannot resist or for or are forever bound to it. So the de demons come, get the sin, and make the sin strong to make you feel like you can't resist it. Then when you don't resist it, you feel you're forever bound. This is something I'm just going to take to my grave. No, it don't have to be that way. No, but that's the devil. The demons making you think that the sin has power. Sin don't have power. People call these addictions and I don't. I don't like the word addiction. I don't believe no Christian has an addiction. If you got an addiction, you ain't saved. <laughs> I don't even like when people say, I'm addicted to God's love. I'm addicted. No, you're not. Ephesians 6 and 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principal. So you're addicted to spirits? Because it's not flesh and blood. It's spiritual. So if it's spiritual and you're regenerated spiritually, then what are you addicted to? It don't make any sense. Now you may do some stuff, and you may have some stuff that you can't get out your mind, but that don't mean you're addicted. Let me explain. A born-again believer cannot be addicted to sinful acts. If you're addicted to a sinful act, you're not born again. The whole purpose of being born again.
So quit saying, look at somebody and say, quit saying that. Don't, don't, no, you're not addicted. No, no, you're not. No. It's not an addiction, but a sin condition. It's a condition, not addiction. It's a sin condition inherited from Adam and all mankind is subject to it. It's a condition based on something going on inside of you. Romans 5 and 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men for that all, what? Have sin. Sinful urges come from emotional issues. Can I preach in here? There's something in you that needs to be fixed. Don't mean you're addicted to the sin. It really don't have anything to do with the sin. It has to do with the issue in the heart. You have an emotional issue. You can always link sinful desires to some kind of issue in the heart. Can I preach in here? Yeah, something's wrong with the heart. You're mismanaging what happened to you. Even after being saved, if you do not deal with the issues in your heart, what's going to happen? You will sin. I know this message to some folk, this ain't sitting right with them. This is that popomatic bubble that the game called life is life. If you don't deal with your heart, you're going to sin. Even if you're saved, you're going to sin. Somebody don't even want to clap because they think an old mother going to just show up and <laughs> old church mother just going to appear. Wait a minute. I ain't sinned in 80 years since I've been saved. You just sinned by saying that. Because when you say sin, folks, first thing you think of is, is, a, is, a, is a smoking pistol and an ATM you done put in the back of your truck or something. Everybody think of the worst stuff. You done got somebody pregnant outside your marriage. They just think, folks think of the worst stuff and you don't understand. The stuff God hates are the things that affect the body and the witness of God. A proud look. That's sin. Pride is sin. Hands that shed innocent blood. That's sin. You know how the folks you done hurt? A lying tongue. Oh, that one gets us all. Look at somebody. You must not know me. No, I do. That's, that's, that's why I said it. You done lied before. Amen. You done lied before. So, the lying tongue, all of that. Hands of shed innocent blood. Folks that like mess. Folks that run to gossip and mess. God said he hate that. Folks that sow discord among the brethren. God, those are the things he hates. So quit looking at the, 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 the you know, the, the major league sins when you got it all wrong. So we have to make sure we're in a good place and repenting because we all sin. Amen? Even after being, look at somebody say, even after being saved. So if you do not deal with the issues in your heart, even after being saved, you will sin. Proverbs 4 and 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it or what? I know I'm preaching. 
This is why having a pastor or spiritual authority over you is so important. Amen. You know, they, now they all say there's no need for a pastor. There's no need now. In this time, there's no need for a pastor. When things got as bad as they'll ever get, there's no need. There was only a need for a pastor when things weren't this bad. Does that make sense? Why all of a sudden is there no need for a pastor? Oh, you don't need a pastor. You could just study on your own. Oh, so the Bible was wrong? Because in my studies, I see. In my studies. Oh, but the dispensation is to see. This is the. No, 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 no. You're fatherless, and you don't want nobody that even resembles a father over you. All you want over you is women, including your wife. That's your problem. You have a problem with authority. But that don't change God and it don't change the Bible. Amen. It don't, it's important for a person to have a pastor or spiritual authority over you. We all can read the Bible. So we can all read the word for ourselves. But when it's rightly divided and taught against our issues, we see ourselves in a way that we wouldn't have seen on our own. Yes. I know I just preached when God told me that. I had to almost dance in the office. Because it's different. You read it and you give yourself a pass. You living on a curve. You give yourself extra credit and points. You're not that hard on yourself. But when I preach it, it digs in like a dagger. And you're like, oh. And for a minute you don't like me and that's okay. You need somebody else. That's why you couldn't, you weren't supposed to raise yourself at home without a male authority. You need a male authority so you'll learn that voice. I say it all the time. The kids respond differently when they hear a male voice. It's the frequencies of his authority. It's just different. Even when they're infants. That was God's example so we would learn his voice. And we would learn authority. You need somebody to put you in check. You're not going to do it to yourself. You'll do it for a little while and then you just get real lenient. Cheating on your own test. Looking at your own paper. You're messing yourself up. You need authority. You need somebody to preach it to you. Unadulterated, hardcore in your face so you can see your raggedy self and don't think for a minute that I can prepare these messages to do that and I don't see my raggedy self I done told y'all I gotta shut the computer down sometimes and go get in a corner and wail cause it hits me before you ever read it amen sister Evelyn be editing it and whoa whoa she done told me a couple of times she put the little emojis I know oh okay yeah it's gotta hit you different it's gotta be different it can't be your voice rebuking yourself in your head you too crazy if you live in your crazy head you know how crazy you gonna be that's why they put everybody in their homes with this pandemic they knew they was gonna make everybody crazy now folks will go get the shot just to get out the house and still can't leave the house. You cranked. You went crazy. 
You went crazy. You don't know you went crazy. You took a shot so you can do stuff that you can't do. You went crazy. You took a shot so that things can go back to normal even though they can't. Because you were locked up and you went crazy. Well, you going to come back to church now that you got the vaccine? Well, they said that, you know, that I can still catch it. I see that you still have a mask on and you're asking me to put one on, but you have immunity, right? Well, well, you went crazy in the pandemic. They knew it. They knew if they locked you up and you ate all that junk, your mind was going to decay. And whatever they told you afterwards, you were going to do. They knew every time the news came on. Well, good news about the vaccine. We have 80 million shots available and we need every adult. But if they hadn't locked you in your house, there's no way you would take an experimental vaccine that they say don't work. My first question is, do I get to lose the mask? Do I have to social distance? Then why am I taking it again? You taking it because we locked you up and you went crazy. We don't even have to explain why you're taking it. We just know you're going to take it and enough people are going to take it for them to lowjack enough people. Like that little thing they put on the vehicle. You lowjacked. Yeah, they just, they, they know. They don't care. Saw a headline about Fauci. <sighs> the headline was, all the things that Dr. Fauci can do and cannot do now that he's been vaccinated. Bro, I don't need no cannot do list. If you're going to stick mRNA in me that killed every ferret that they shot it into to the point to where they had to abandon animal trials. If you're going to stick me with that, there can't be a things I can't do list. Matter of fact, I need to be able to do things that I couldn't do before. But if you're going to put him in a, a mRNA in me, I need to be able to jump higher, lose weight whenever I get ready. Look at my belly and say, belly be gone. That's the new upgrade they just sent to my system. Sleep come right now. Wake up. I, I need some benefits if you're going to stick that in. you going to put something foreign in me, man-made? Boy, I better be the bionic man. I better be able to run faster than anybody and whip everybody. I better be able to break folk down. Bruh. But we can all read the word for ourselves, but it, 
it needs to be rightly divided and taught against our issues to show us ourselves in a way that we didn't see that's what the pastor's for hebrews 13 and 7 says obey them that have rule over you and do what submit yourselves this is what folks don't want to do the bible says for they watch for your souls as they must give an account i have to give an account for watching for your soul that i might do it with joy and not with grief for that's unprofitable for you amen this is why demons come to quickly remove us from sound doctrine and shepherds that's what the, this was the reason shut down the churches the churches we got to shut them down so that we can make these folk crazy and do whatever we say they know that if you ever hear the word against your flesh you will desire to be changed and delivered is that anybody's testimony when you came in here and you heard the word against your flesh you got changed and delivered you didn't want to be like that anymore but when it was you saying it in your head you was giving yourself time <laughs> well you know this the last week and then i just have to do better i have to do better i just say you be in the sin i just this can't this just can't keep keep happening i just, I, I have to I, I have to be better i just have to and then do it the, the next day this this has to stop this has to stop. I have to do better. I have to do better than this. This is a shame. Look at yourself in the mirror. Ooh, this this just a shame. I'm sick of you. Next day, see, see this just this this is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. I'm crazy. This something needs to be done about this. This has to stop. And then the next day. Look at you. Just what we talked about yesterday. It just it didn't need to stop. It need to stop. It's not gonna stop because you need me to preach it. Let me say it under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Let me speak it. It's gonna feel different. It's gonna sound different. That's the preacher's job to preach against what the folks are doing. John 8 and 32, and ye shall know the truth and what? It's only the truth is going to make you free. And a lot of times you can't even tell yourself the truth because you keep letting yourself off the hook. You know the truth and it's not changing you. Yeah, the devil don't, he, uh -uh, he don't want you under anyone preaching truth. Hearing the word preach, preached brings conviction and what? godly fear the fellowship brings accountability and admonishment so even what's not getting preached from the preacher if you in here your brother's gonna tune you up a little bit bro i saw that post you put up online pull your phone out and delete it we do that kind of stuff around here but don't you put your wife out there like that delete that if you're a woman that you're gonna get to uh sister amy or somebody we're gonna get sister amy one of them gonna text you uh, you need to delete that post you embarrassing your house nobody needs to know that that's accountability you thought it was good Ooh, I just preached Ooh, you should have heard me Ooh, look at the likes look at the likes three four 
five. Look at all them lights. Five lights. Five people's lives have been changed for the betterment of their spirit. No, somebody gonna hit you up. So take that down. Then you have to make a decision. Do I get mad and leave? Because see, once you leave, then everything we've been doing in here is a lie. It's all false. You gotta give all the DVDs back, gotta get the shirts back, you gotta get everything. It's just all a lie now. Everything, everything's a lie. Everything, everything just automatically becomes a lie when you leave. So you gotta decide. Are you gonna leave or are you gonna take it? You're gonna take admonishment, you're gonna take rebuke from people that love you and care about your home, care about how you're reflecting yourself to other people. So you can set your husband up for deliverance. Or you can set your wife up for deliverance. You can't do that if you hurting them. Demeaning them or putting them down in the public. Or to the public. I know I'm, man, I don't need no hand claps to preach. Yeah, the fellowship brings accountability and admonishment. These all keep a healthy fear of God, which will keep consequences of sin at the forefront of our minds. It changes something, don't it? Change something. Yeah. Yeah. Changes it. When you start thinking about the church and you start thinking about the, the, the relationships you've made with people that are trying their best to live right and do right. You ain't wilding like you would have if you was on your own in your crazy head. Giving yourself a pass. I give myself a D. That's still passing. God, I give you an F. Hebrews 10 and 31, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of what? A living God. That's why he set the church up. So it will be a fearful thing for you to wild out all the time. Oh, I know I'm preaching. Ain't it good? Summary! Hey, man. Sin will always try to trap us after we proclaim freedom from it. Can I get a witness in here? I mean, you snot, blood, everything came out your face on the altar. You got it all out. I mean, you got, you got fully delivered. <laughs> you was weeping and wailing and gnashing teeth on the altar. Fully delivered. Soon as you got in the car. Luther was playing you know because it was gospel when you drove to the church on that station and you don't think they do that on purpose it was and it's always the song M2 May wait a minute juicy fruit wait a minute what happened to the gospel yeah they play that gospel on your way to church then you get in the car and it's the beastie boys Paul Revere oh lord I'm a backslider Oh, and the beat is going backwards too. Oh, Lord, I got to go backwards because of the beat. <laughs> yeah, it's a sin trap. Just waiting on you. Funkadelic is waiting right now on the gospel channel. Knee Deep is waiting. That's the one I can't ever hear. Don't play that nowhere near me. That bring up stuff. Can I be honest with you? I'm a musician. And it's just too funky. I, it's, too, it's too funky. It's too, it's too funky to ignore. It's too funky to ignore. Just don't turn it on. Keep that away. Just don't. No. 
not not knee deep. Sin will always <laughs> see, and that's the thing. When a pastor says that, everybody, what's your song? That's what I'm trying to say. What's your song? There's one that gets you. Don't you do me like that. I'm not going to allow it. I'm not going to allow it. Don't you play no games with me. Have me out here confessing. You know there's a soul. Yours is Atomic Dog. That's another one. <laughs> Just leave Fartikadelli. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Y'all just, you know you got one. You know you got one. And you don't turn it off till it's over. (laughs) Try to act like you're doing something else. (laughs) Let me check these messages right quick. (laughs) You ain't even touched the radio. (laughs) Y'all laughing because y'all don't. (laughs) Better turn it off. Amen. Some some movies you can't watch because of the soundtrack. Amen. We was trying to watch the what was that? Tom and Jerry. Oh, I had to repent because they played Tribe Called Quest the whole the whole first fifteen minutes. Can I kick it? I said you can't do that. Not to tribe, not to tribe, Lord. And I'm delivered, but I don't need to tip myself like that. Hey, I don't want Q-tip. I don't even want him to join this church. I get to asking questions. <laughs> you gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> if we are not careful, we can fall into a trap that leads us where? Back to our old way. Can I just be real with y'all? See, hey amen. Y'all know what time it is. We're at the end of the world. Ain't no need me playing games with y'all. We got to fight this stuff every day. It's a fight. Is it a fight for anybody? It's a fight. And it just seems like the closer we get to the return of Christ, folks are trying to make you hate them. They want to bring hate up in your heart so bad. They want you to hate them and wish them dead. They want you to dream of just sticking knives in them. <laughs> I'm getting real descriptive. <laughs> well, they do. Just keep testing you. <laughs> so, if we're not careful, we'll fall back into a trap that leads us back to our old ways. It's best to do what? Avoid all influences that can affect our progress in our new walk so you got to avoid the influence that's why i said you got to change it up change it up some of y'all might have to switch jobs look at that see it, it, it can get that serious it can get that serious you and your boss a little too close you and your co-worker you might have to pray a prayer of deliverance from the job or get them removed You just have to do what you got to do. It's best to avoid all influences that can affect our progress in our new walk. When we fall, we must do what? Get back up and do what? 
Walk in the newness again. So don't wallow in it. Don't let the devil tell you that's just the way you are. You said, no, that's not the way I am because you see, I got back up. So that means, amen, that means I'm different now. There was a time when I would have stewed in it. But I got back up. And I'm going to do better this time. I'm going to let the word rebuke me. I'm going to come to church and let the preacher rebuke me. I'm going to be admonished by my brothers and sisters in the faith. I'm going to let them challenge me to be better. We can't beat ourselves up because we failed. The devil loves to make us feel like we are addicts and hopeless when we fall. Do not give place to the enemy. Amen. Get up quickly and be what? Restored and allow the power of God to do what? Deliver you. Your failure was expected. You hear that? It was expected. And Christ's redemption will always be what? Necessary. Fear God and you will fear willfully sinning. Trust in him and deliverance will come. Warning. It's a warning. You better hear this. Demons love familiarity. They thrive in familiar circumstances and situations. So a hidden person will struggle with the same sins much longer than an open person. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're reclusive and don't talk and you just, yeah, yeah. The devil's going to have you struggling with the same stuff for a very long time. Yeah. Because everything's familiar. Yeah. A person that's recluse and introverted like that, they don't change anything. They're afraid to. So they keep everything the same. And the devil, that's where he thrives. When you have severe trust issues or any trauma that causes you to lose faith in leadership or authority, you will constantly struggle with spirits influence, influencing and exploiting you. You see, a guarded person keeps things the same, which creates an environment that demons can hide in because it's familiar. Even though you profess victory or deliverance, if nothing changes, nothing changes. You will still struggle with the same thoughts and issues because you have guarded yourself from the very source that can help you. So if you're introverted and reclusive and all that, then you're guarding yourself from what could help you. Can I keep preaching? The very people that can give you strength are your enemies. I'm going to preach this. The very authority that can teach you is who you are fighting against. The very love you are longing for and replacing with sinful desires is impossible to attain when you cut off the very help you need because of distrust or fear of being hurt. So, demons will continue to influence you and keep you hurting, shameful, and regretful. Do not allow the devil to stop your deliverance because you are afraid of God's authority. I'm going to say that again. Do not allow the devil to stop your deliverance because you are afraid of God's authority. 
just because men have failed you does not mean that God will. You must risk being hurt in order to be healed. I'm going to say that again. You must risk, look at somebody and say, you must risk being hurt in order to be healed. Yeah. <laughs> to choose God, you got to take a chance on him. He even said, try me and see, will I not open the windows of heaven, pour you out of bed. Try me, take a chance on me. But when you guard it, because people have hurt you and let you down, you don't understand authority. You ain't going to let nobody in. Anytime somebody try to help you, you lash out against them and make them your enemy. You got to risk being hurt. Yeah. Yeah, this will keep you from marriage. Yes, it will. Because you don't want to be hurt. You don't want to be done wrong. So you just, I mean, you, you find something wrong with everybody. Every opportunity you have, you, your checklist, you checking them off. Because it's messing with your distrust. It's messing with your trust issues. Because somebody severely hurt you. You must risk being hurt in order to be healed. You must let go of what you fear and trust what God can do. Sure, men fail us and have issues of their own. Like, did you think you were going to find a man without issues? All men have all men have issues, and guess what? You got them too. If you ain't a man, you gonna find somebody without them, and you got them. Your issue is find one without them. Trying to find one without them—that's your issue. My daddy used to always say, ain't no perfect church. And if it was perfect, it ain't perfect no more once you got that. <laughs> Issues, man. You must let go of what you fear and trust what God can do. If you're not ready to trust what God can do, you might as well just hang it up. You're not going to make it through the end times. Because it's getting to the point where we just have to trust God every step of the way. Every step of the way. So if you got trust issues, you in trouble in the end times. Sure, men fail us and have issues of their own, but God will always use men to bring deliverance to his people. Boy, you better hear that. If you got a problem with men, you're going to have a problem with deliverance. Because God going to always use men to bring deliverance to his people. You haven't read the Bible if you don't believe that. Whenever the people were in trouble, it was a man that did it. Amen. And it wasn't a perfect man. It was just a man that God chose. And you can't be mad at who he chose. He knows stuff you don't know. Things they do may resemble the man that hurt you. But that don't change who God chose. That's your issue. And you better get over it in the end times. Repent and forgive so you can experience his what? His deliverance power. Powerful scripture, Colossians 1 and 12. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness 
and hath translated us into what? Did he deliver us from the power of darkness? Are you delivered from the powers of darkness? Look at somebody and say, I am delivered from the power of darkness. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the what? Forgiveness of sin. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were how many things created? All things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, dominions, and principalities or powers. All things were created by him. And what? For him. And he is before all things. And by him, what? He is the head of the body. The church. Are we in church? I just want you to know. We're in church. There's a reason why we're in church. Because God has called us to be in church. Okay. The world don't want us to be in church. And now a large majority of Christians don't want us to be in church. But we, look at somebody and say, I'm in church. Yeah, he's the head of the body and the head of the church. Y'all believe he's the head of this church? Y'all think a man can do what is happening here? Call people from all different parts of this country, some from all over the world together for this time? And we gather? No social distancing, no mat, no fear. That's what it is. No fear. No fear. Look at somebody say, I'm not afraid of COVID. I've been sick before. You see, people are taking antibody tests. Why are you pulling over somewhere in a field with some folks in EPA suits taking an antibody test? What does that do, Dr. Marco? I don't even know. We have doctors here at ABC too. But what does that do? Why do you need an antibody to see if you got the COVID antibodies to see if you had it? Is that what it is? But aren't they supposed to help you if you catch it again? I know. I know. I, I, I know. We, we, I, I felt that because it is utterly ridiculous. You don't think they're putting something in you when they give you that test? Y'all better watch these tests. I don't know why that's in my spirit today. Well, brother, you're not going to be able to go nowhere. I don't go nowhere now. Now, if they say I can't use Amazon anymore, then I'm going to have some problems. I'm going to talk to somebody. I'm going to write some letters. (laughs) We're going to talk about that. If I can't use the Nike store, I'm going to have some problems. But he is before all things and by him all things consist. So if all things consist by him, does that mean he's in charge of all things? Now, why wouldn't you want to serve a God that is in charge of everything and still knows you? Think about that. He's in charge of everything. All power. Listen, 
all things were created in heaven, in earth, visible, invisible. Thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, all things were created by him and for him. If he's done all of that and still knows your name, why wouldn't you serve that God? He is before all things and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the what? Preeminence. Everyone stand to your feet. We serve a mighty God. And he's mighty in deliverance. People call me and or email me and Brother, you know, uh, is your church is your church a deliverance ministry? Yes. Well, I'm going to schedule to come and do the deliverance. You don't have to. Just come on Sunday. Because the word will deliver you. The word will deliver you. God has given us the word for deliverance. You're not going to waste my time growling and barking and kicking and biting. And then go back. And nothing has changed in your life. I need you to get this word. So you can walk it out. And mean it. Anybody can come to church and fall out. But once you leave here. Do you mean it? Did you mean it? Did it mean something? Did you go and change things? That's deliverance. See, because the fear of God can come right in your house. If you truly fear him for what you've been doing, his presence will come and deliver you. And you will be fearful to behave that way from that point on. Y'all see what I'm saying? You need that fear, man. You will waste our time. We'd be up here praying for hours and hours. But that fear needs to be there. So we're going to pray a deliverance prayer right now. And I'm going to believe that deliverance is going to take place when we pray this prayer. Amen. We don't have to call the overflow in. Well, praise God. Look at that. Amen. But we're going to pray this prayer. Everyone bow your head. Lift your hands up. Father God, in Jesus' name. Lord, I believe that you are the God that you claim to be in your word. I believe that all things were created by you and for you. I believe that you are above it. We all believe that you are above all. Father God, and you are above our struggles, our issues, and all of our inconsistencies. You are above our human nature, our human flaws, just our feelings, our wants, desires. Father God, our our hurt, those that hurt us, Father God, you're above that. You're just above daddy father issues authority issues all that has happened to us you're above it all and we reverence you right now and with that same reverence we fear you father god to the point of where we want to give up whatever it is that we're hiding from you or attempting to hide from others that we shouldn't be doing we want to give that up father god so i pray right now that your deliverance power will work as we have fear and reverence for who you are so that we don't carry sin in our bodies we don't get used to sin father god we don't carry it father god we don't intentionally sin willfully sin but father we pray right now for deliverance from it 
everything that we consider a habit we pray father god that it will leave us right now every desire that is not like you father god every uh uh uh, uh the vocabulary that we use and that's not like you the people that are around us that's not like you the music we're listening to the things we're watching father everything that we're indulging in that is leading us down a path of sin father god forgive us right now and deliver us with your power right now in the name of jesus everything that's not like you god we speak against it we cast it out of our lives father god we exercise the deliverance power that you've given us to free us from it in the name of jesus fill us with the your precious holy ghost so that all of your fruits will counteract all of these actions love will counteract father god distrust and hate and we'll be able to love again God, give us joy like we just got saved. Father God, so we'll forget how the cares of this life have pulled us down. Give us peace, Father God, where there is turmoil, where we're missing sleep and insomnia and all of these things and setting us up for night visitors, incubus and succubus and all these demonic spirits, spirits messing with us in the night. Father God, give us peace long-suffering father god where we have cut folks off and stop believing that there is hope for them father god long-suffering so they will continue to believe even for ourselves gentleness father god goodness faith to believe that this prayer father god will work and that deliverance has come in this place and give us meekness and give us self-control father god Father God, that we won't do the things that we're used to doing just because we're used to doing them. And Father, plant us. Plant our feet like the tree by the river in this ministry. So that, Father God, when the word comes to challenge us, when the word comes to go against us, Father God, we will not bail. We will not fall. We will not fold. But we will stay and be admonished, be rebuked so that we can be changed. Show us ourselves, Father God, through your word so that our lives will be different and we will live the life that is pleasing unto you and we will work out our salvation with fear and trembling in the name that is above every name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com. 